I'm Jordan. And I'm Donnie. And this is a podcast about the stuff in our New York City apartment. How we find it. Where we put it. And why we're into it. Welcome to Apartment 26. So I just wanted to start out by saying that the title of this episode is a deaf of Britney Spears reference and I'm not embarrassed at all. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Are you going to say it? Well, people will see it when they download the episode. Still. Oh, it's Oops, We Painted Again. Yeah. Yeah. I went through a few different like paint puns, paint color puns, etc. But this one I thought rang true. What was the second best? What was like? next closest there was no there i was just like oh that's clearly a good one and the Mm. other ones just like aren't really landing i see you know cool but i thought it was worth talking about because well it's gonna look different so that's one thing i feel like we haven't really Mm. made any big moves in a while so this is one of our first big moves in a minute Mm -hmm. but also Shavonda Gardner, who I talk about sometimes, was doing this thing called the One Room Challenge. I forget who sponsors it, but a bunch of influencers get selected, and over the course of the month, they put together one room and like completely redo it. But they have a set amount of time. They have a set amount of money? No. Uh, hmm. It's their money, so they have as much money as they have. It's not like they're given money for it, or like... I'm sure that they're paid for their content, you know, but it's not like, oh, the budget for this is $20,000 or whatever. It's just like whatever they want to spend on the room, whatever design they want to do, but they have a set amount of time to do it and they have to blog about it a certain number of times. Oh, so the challenge is just to do it. Not like a challenge. Like there isn't a winner. Oh, no, 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 no. It's just like... that'd be pretty fucked if someone had 10 grand to do with and someone only had one grand. Oh, no, it's just supposed to be, like, take a room and completely transform it in a month and create blog content that explains how that process happened. I see. She decided to do the bathroom in her house, and she lives in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. So it was their only bathroom. Mm -hmm. And she did do it, but she ended up putting in tile that wasn't the tile she originally selected because... The tile she wanted wasn't in stock, and she had to do the room in a month. So she needed a tile that was going to be in stock, delivered, and installed in a month. And it turned out that she didn't really like that tile once it was installed. Mm -hmm. And so since then, she has replaced that tile. And a lot of people are talking about this because it's like inspirational that you would like not like something and then decide to change it. But especially something as permanent as tile. Right. You know? Yeah. So I thought that if Shavonda Gardner could do it with tile, we could do it with paint. And you were gone. You were hiking. (laughs) And I was bored. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I guess now is the time to do this. Because I've wanted a black room for a really long time. This is true. I've been talking about it for a long time. I've been pinning black rooms for a really long time. (laughs) Most importantly. Yeah. Well, okay. So here is the situation. I've liked black rooms for a long time. I pin a lot of them. And when you pin them, they're these like beautiful, huge rooms with like full walls of south facing windows. And you've got the black and then you've got like a contrasting often white trim color, Mm -hmm. these massive windows, and then just like a ton of plants. And like, clearly this is the life I want to live. Right. 
It is not the life we currently live. Correct. And so when we did the bedroom, as I discussed in episode, I think, two, like so long ago. That might be true, yeah. My thought was that we have north-facing windows. The apartment is dark. Mm-hmm. I want to do black, so let's do a feature wall, and then we'll do something lighter on the rest of the room mm-hmm. so that we don't make it look like a cave because right. we don't want it to look like a cave in here. Yeah. And so that's what we ended up doing, but as we again discussed in episode two, the vision was a little askew mm-hmm. because the blush didn't turn out the way that we wanted. No. Or the way that we pictured. I wouldn't say we disliked it. Yeah, it was fine. But I wasn't moved by it. And it was not the vision I had. Yeah, it wasn't as exciting as the vision was. I would say also, you you weren't mad about the blush, but you weren't into it. You were into the idea of it, and Mm -hmm. because the idea didn't turn out, you weren't, like, thrilled with the execution. Yeah, I suppose. I'm thinking. I'm trying to think back to my feelings on it. Tried to act as this. I remember you saying basically like it's better than the white, and it's up there. That is true. That's probably how I felt. Um, which was fair. That was kind of how I felt as well because again, it didn't match exactly what I was going for. So I don't know. I just had this like brain flash that I was like, <laughs> like why can't I have a black bedroom? <laughs> and the only answer I could come up with was like the internet told me that I shouldn't, and that's just, like, a bad reason, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So I decided to do this. But I decided that we shouldn't do it in the black color that we had on the feature wall, because that's, like, pure black. Maybe galaxy black. Yeah. It's, like, bears black. Bears black. I think it's just called black. But it's, like, the blackest black that bear has. Actually, since they've um, come out with a, like a blacker black that they call like limousine wow yeah and that is that is a shocking color i was looking at the swatch and i was like oh this is a dark color limousine is a funny name yeah maybe i'll link that in the show notes so people can see like how like it just like sucked light into it whoa (laughs) yeah um so that's not what i wanted to do i wanted it to be sort of a rich black or a slightly not black that had some dimension to it and was a little interesting mm-hmm. because I didn't want to walk into like a black hole of a room, <laughs> you know? Have to have a flashlight. Yeah. So I ended up, I pinned a bunch of stuff and I'll share my black bedroom mood board in the show notes as well so people Whoa. can see where I was going. But a lot of the trends of my pinning was like I was pinning blue blacks and I was pinning green blacks and I was pinning red blacks and I wanted to try all those things and see which one was going to read the best in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I wanted to try a black that was like a little bit closer to charcoal, like a very dark gray. I wanted to try something that was just like a little bit gray. So I wanted to try a bunch of stuff. Would you say you got 50 shades of gray? <laughs> I got 13 shades of black, Hmm. Um, which is slightly different. Yeah, not as uh, evocative. And it was really interesting because the same week, uh, Julia Markham from Chris Loves Julia was 
talking about how she selects paint colors and Instagram stories. And she said she never swatches more than three colors. Mm. And I was like laughing as I was swatching all 13 of my blacks. Um, and she's been doing this for a lot longer than I have. So maybe she has like a clear understanding of how the swatch translates to the wall. But I find that at least in our apartment, the color can be so different from the swatch to the can to the wall that I really need to see it up there. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Our lighting is so weird. Yeah. I remember we were painting the apartment. Things we swatched that we thought would look good when we put them on the wall turned out to not be that good. Awful. Yeah. So awful. And you don't want to have like a gallon of awful paint, you know? Mm-hmm. So I swatched everything. I swatched it on all four walls so, you, so that I could see it like against the black that was already there. Mm-hmm. So I could see it in the window light. Mm-hmm. So I could see it in the grow light light. <laughs> And so I could see it on a wall that didn't get light. Yeah. I wanted to be, like, very sure about this choice because it was a strong choice. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be wrong. Fair. And then I sent you pics of all the swatches in which all of them looked the same, basically. Yeah, that was pretty funny. (laughs) Luckily, though, you did a good job of picking the ones I already liked anyway. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So I got these cell phone messages in Vermont. I think I was in town when they first came, and then I was, I was, so I was through hiking the long trail for reference. So I was in like wilderness areas in Vermont, trying to look at these cell phone photos of black. It was like, I don't know. I think they all look pretty much the same to me through this cell phone photo. <laughs> and then you narrowed it down to three that also pretty much all look the same to me, but I was a little bit, or I was able to distinguish them a little bit better in the narrowing down photos, which is good. And then, yeah, I mean, I think from from the photos and from what you were saying, it seemed as if we were in agreement, but it was possible that I was just like, yeah, that black. And you're like, yeah, that's the black I'm talking about. I'm like, all right, that's the black we're both talking about, I think, yes. <laughs> it worked out really well. The bedroom looks great. But the cell phone photo saga was pretty funny. Yeah, I was texting them to my mom, too, and she was like, I can't fucking tell. I don't know what that's a picture of. Yeah. Um, and, and also... also oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I also didn't know how often I would have service, so, like, <laughs> you're looking at these photos, and I didn't know how, like, time-sensitive any of it was. So I was like, ah, uh, yeah. I was doing this over the course of a week. I think I got um, the original SWAT, or the original, like, tester paints on a Monday. And I was planning to buy my final paint on Friday. Mm-hmm. So what I wanted to do was really, like, try a gamut of blacks. So I ordered Claire swatches. We've talked about Claire before. Oh, yeah. I ordered backdrop swatches. We also talked about them. I don't remember them. Uh, they're basically the same. They're just, like, a separate company that does the same thing. Cool. Um, both of them selling low VOC paints or no VOC paints. What does that mean? Um, VOCs are volatile organic compounds. They're the stuff that makes paint smell bad and it's like bad for your brain. Mm. Yeah. So they're like less toxic paints. Um, Claire is a woman owned company. Like I really want to try their products. And so I keep testing their colors to see if it's what I want, but they both have limited color palettes where they're like, oh, these are the 50 best paint colors that exist. Right. I also tried a bunch of bear paints because my mom is really loyal to bear paint. I've always painted with bear paint and they have like 40,000 colors. And so like I wanted to try a blue black and I wanted to try a green black and I wanted to try a red black and I knew that they would have all of that stuff. Right. So I went and I think Riddle that. Riddle VOCs. 
Yeah, oh, and actually, most paints are now at least low VOC ah. uh, because they realized that like people's brains were being fried. And it was kind of a bad situation. So it doesn't paint doesn't smell as bad as it used to. Um, it's not a brain getting fried. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I mean, Bear is essentially a chemical company. There's nothing like great about their paint except that there are a lot of colors of it, and you can buy it at the Home Depot. <laughs> Um, Which is a pretty great thing in terms of convenience. Yeah, it was Even, definitely very convenient. Especially in the city. Like, we both, well, one of the schools I contract with and your work is pretty close to that Home Depot. Yeah, it's really convenient for me to go to that Home Depot, for sure. And the Claire paint and the backdrop paint are mail order. So nice. you have to yeah, wait right. for them that. to come, but you don't have to go anywhere. I remember that happening when we were swatching the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, But that is a consideration, kind of, because actually, if we fast forward a little bit, I thought I was about to run out of paint, and I wasn't done yet, and if it had been clear backdrop paint, that would have, like, stopped my project for several days where I waited, while I waited for more paint to arrive. Dun, dun, dun. And then I tried Pharaoh Ball paint, and Pharaoh Ball is a British company that a lot of influencers use, like, Shavonda Gardner just painted her bedroom Hague blue, which is a Pharaoh Ball color. Wow, that sounds like... Some shit. Oh, yeah. All of their colors are, like, very um, specifically named. Mm. Also, a limited color palette. Um, I don't know if it's 50, like Claire is, but, like, they're definitely, like, these are the best paint colors. You can have them or not. Um, And the Pharaoh and Ball store was not as convenient to get to, though not, like, terribly far from my office. And so they're on, like... I want to say 21st between mm, Madison and Park Avenue South. But don't quote me on that. Okay. It's very, like, it's a very specific part of the city. Yeah. Well, okay, so I'm sw- when you go to Home Depot and you get a sample pot of bare paint, mm-hmm. it's $5. Right. When you go... <laughs> to Farrow and Ball and get a sample pot of Farrow and Ball paint. It's $8 and it's half the size of your bare sample. Sounds about right. Um, and a gallon of Farrow and Ball paint costs $125. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of dollars. Yeah. However, they are apparently an eco water-based paint. Yeah. Yeah. So an interesting concept given our situation does anything else make them worth 125 dollars like is are the colors that much better well spoiler alert we picked a pharaoh and ball color ah um wow and also they come in more finishes than other paints do so like most paints have flat through high gloss finishes Mm -hmm. we use semi-gloss on our um trim and eggshell on our walls Okay. However, Pharaoh and Ball has a higher variety of those things, and they're called all fancy things. So, like, all of their sample pots come in estate emulsion, which Whoa. is, like, flatter than eggshell, and was actually shockingly flat when I looked at it on the wall. I could, like, tell that it was it's like not shiny at all. Huh. Whereas, like... I could have gotten an eggshell from them, and they're just, like, more varieties. It's, like, eggshell, hard-boiled eggshell. <laughs> um, regularly, it's, like, flat, matte, 
eggshell, satin, Whoa. semi-gloss, high-gloss. That's the normal? That's like bare paints and right. a variety of other paints. Sephiro. Fair and ball. Um, I think estate emulsion had to be kind of like, they're all called emulsions. I don't know if that's a British thing or just a fair and ball thing. I don't know. Um, had to be like their flattest. And then, I don't know, I can put the, I wasn't offered a list of them, but I can probably find the list online and put it in the show notes. But mm. they had a bunch of different options, just not for their samples. The samples were all estate emulsion. So I got four of their colors as well because I know people really like them. And there's kind of like a cult following online. Like when you're reading like a Better Homes and Gardens, they'll be like, oh, and this whole room is railings by Pharaoh and Ball. And like everyone knows what that means, you mm-hmm. know? So we did, we tried railings, which is their blue black. Okay. We tried off black, which was just like a little, I would say it leaned a little blue, but it was really just kind of like a little grayer than black, which was something I wanted to try. I tried Studio Green, which ended up being pretty green, but when I was looking at the swatch of it, it could have been like a green black. I think I remember that one from the cell phone photos being like, that is not really that black. Yeah. And came through in the cell phone photos as not that black. Yeah. Um, And then Payan, Payan, Payan? Like P A E N. P E A E N. P. Wait, one more time. P E A E N. Well, I don't even know. Yeah. Black. And that was a red black. I said P A E N. That doesn't even seem like a word in English. <laughs> <laughs> totally wrong. <laughs> like, well, it's British, order. so. That's <laughs> uh, true. Um, so, yeah. So we had Claire swatches, backdrop swatches, fair and ball samples, bear samples. 13 of them, everything on the wall. Wow. We, I'm about to say, we really did the thing, but like you really did the thing. <laughs> well, I didn't want to be wrong. I didn't want to roll out four walls of this stuff and be like, oh, this is a shit color. I hate it. Mm. And then I, we did narrow it down to three. Mm-hmm. Um, Private Black, which was a bear color. And it was also it's kind a funny of... funny name. It was kind of like a purple black, I would say. There was something like... A little bit brown about it, a little bit purple. It was warm. I would say warm. Warm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So there was the warm black, mm-hmm. and then railings, which was a fair and ball color, which was the definite blue black, mm-hmm. and then off black, also a fair and ball color, kind of the charcoaly one. Mm-hmm. I painted bigger swatches of those, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. I was like waffling. I felt a lot of indecision. I didn't want to be wrong. I was like kind of feeling private black and my mom was like oh you should just like put them up on a quarter of the wall then you'll definitely know my mom is so good at this shit too yeah that's a pretty good tip so i decided to put them behind the headboard because i thought that the undertones would really be made more clear when they were up against the headboard which skews a little yellow Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to end up in a weird undertone situation you know okay where you like think it's black but then all of a sudden oh shit that's purple (laughs) (laughs) Which was not what we were going for. Um, So I put them all up in like really big sort of like quarter wall swatches behind the headboard. And it was just really clear to me that off black was the right choice. Ah, That wasn't really the right sound effect. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you remember that photo or if you felt very strongly. 
in any particular way. The headboard one? Yeah. Yeah, I vaguely remember it. I remember, I think what you were saying about those undertones was pretty right. It was smart to put it by the headboard because that's color-wise at least the brightest thing in the room. Maybe parts of the gallery wall or platonic lemon might be actually the brightest, but in terms of furniture and in terms of size, that's like the biggest, brightest thing, the wicker of that. And it really made the color elements of the mall stand out of it. If you still have that photo, you should put it in the show notes. I did. I took a lot of process photos this time, which I usually don't, but it took me so long to like pick this color that I took photos throughout. And so I'll show people all of the swatches. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that photo was the most telling. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And like the other two were good colors, but they both kind of looked like I thought about black and bitched out. <laughs> you know? And I wanted it to be so decidedly black. You know? Mm-hmm. Go big, go home. Yeah. But, as I mentioned, off-black is a fair and ball color. And though I do want to be sustainable as much as possible, paying $125 for a gallon of paint is a little outside what I'm trying to do mm-hmm. at this moment. So I decided to take advantage of the fact that Bear will color match for you. Well. Yeah. Sometimes, depending on the brand of paint that you pick, they'll have presets for a color match. So I think if you pick like a Benjamin Moore paint or Sherman Williams paint and you bring that swatch in, they'll have already decided which Bear color matches it. Mm -hmm. But in our case, they don't do that for all Pharaoh and Ball colors. So I painted an off-black swatch on an index card. The blank side, not the line side. Right, I figured and I took it to Home Depot and they used a little laser wow. to take a picture of it. Yeah. And they created a custom color wow. that matched. Do we get to name it? I mean, we could name it, but it's not like they're going to put it in their system under that name. But the color was made just for us, so we get to name the color. Sure. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'll, um, you think about that. Yeah, where I already am. Okay. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes and I'll take a picture of the, the top of the paint can, which shows like the values so that if someone out there, probably Kennedy wants to paint their room to exactly match ours, they can do so. Though you should swatch that shit in your room because it'll probably look different. <laughs> so I do that. I get it back here and I start freaking out because when I paint it on the wall, it looks grayer. Mm. Then off black. Scary stuff. Done that before. <laughs> Done what before? Painted it on the wall and had it been a totally different color. Had to run out. Oh yeah, that's true. That's that was where we were last time. And I decided it was because the bare sample was in eggshell, which was the finish I wanted. Ah. And the off black sample was in a state emulsion. <laughs> And that the the way the light interacted with them was different. Mm -hmm. And that I liked the bare color and it was fine. But I definitely was afraid it was going to be a little gray. And if you looked at it in the pot, like in the paint can, it looked pretty gray. And I didn't want the walls to be gray. Mm -hmm. Because that would just be another situation which I'd like bitched out. Right. But I decided to do it. I got the gallon of it. I took my sample back so that they could make the exact same color in the gallon that they made in the sample, obviously. Right. Did you have them switch it? No, because you said you liked it fine. I decided to trust trust the process. Mm. So yeah, I did that. 
and then I came back and I painted. And I thought it was going to be a disaster, honestly. This was the first time I've ever painted without my mom. Mm -hmm. And she always does all of the cutting in, like, around the trim and the ceiling and stuff. And she's so good at that, and I'm really not. Mm -hmm. We talked about painting technique in episode two, so I'm not going to go too much into it. I will say, however, that what she said about holding your breath while you're using the brush is totes true. I tried that and it worked out and I did a pretty decent job of everything. I ended up taping off the baseboards, mm -hmm. which was a good idea, but I just like freehanded the ceiling mm -hmm. and that, yeah, not too shabby, huh? Yeah. Holding my breath. Also to reiterate the most important painting technique put enough paint on the wall. <laughs> um, you're not saving yourself paint by not reloading your brush when you need to. You're just adding more coats. Mm -hmm. I did it all in one coat. And really, there's not a lot of touch-up to be done. So I also almost ran out of paint. And wow. that's, when you can, that's when I had the most touch-ups to do because you can tell I'm trying to spread the paint too thin because I didn't want to run out. Right. But then I didn't run out, and I have enough for touch-ups still, and it's fine. Right. Yeah, you know, I think you only have like five little pieces marked, five little painters tape. Yeah. And I've been looking. I haven't seen anything. So. Yeah, I did pretty well. Um, something that we do, our technique for touch-ups is like, Obviously, right after I'm done painting, I kind of do a sweep of the room, low, high, middle, to see if there's anything obvious that I missed. Mm -hmm. but start low, huh? It really depends where I'm at at the time. I start where I'm at, and then I kind of, like, change levels. Mm. Um, but then I let everything dry, and over the course of about a week, I look at everything in different lights, and if I see anything, I just mark it with painter's tape. And then at the end of the week, I'll go back and I'll open the can again. And I'll just kind of do all the touch-ups that we found over the course of the week. I feel like you could drive yourself nuts doing paint touch-ups for the rest of your life. <laughs> and so usually at some point, I just call it. And I'm like, if I haven't seen it yet, it's not that visible. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, and then any other questions about technique, I'll link episode two in the show notes because we went pretty in-depth there about how we worked that out and what my mom recommends and everything. <laughs> but I thought it was, I also did it over a long weekend because I thought it was going to be a long process and I wanted to take breaks and not exhaust myself like the last time I did a painting project, etc. Mm -hmm. And it really only took 24 hours. I started Friday night and I was done by Saturday night. Yeah. So. You had to sleep on the couch too. Did the whole prep day. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I had to sleep on the couch. Like I <laughs> I put a drop cloth over the bed because you can't just like remove the bed from the room, especially in a one bedroom apartment. Right. Everything else came out, but the bed stayed in the room and was covered with a drop cloth. So like technically I could have rolled up the drop cloth, slept in the bed, but it felt creepy <laughs> that the bed was the only thing in the room and it was in the middle of the room and the room was filled with like paint and tape. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I did sleep on the couch. I think I could have started Saturday morning and finished by like late Saturday night, but something about doing the trim around the baseboards and then waking up in the morning and doing the ceiling really broke up the part of the project that I knew was not going to be exciting for me. Yeah, I think it made sense the way you did it. Yeah. That way it's fun too. It's not trudging through it. Yeah, I would say I'm actually pretty surprised that at no point was I like, fuck, I hate painting. Mm -hmm. I, I think breaking it up really helped with that as well. Makes sense. Because I don't really love painting. But paint is like so cheap and high impact that everyone should do it, even if they hate it. Like <laughs> me. Hmm. 
And it looks fucking awesome. It does look really good. So trying to think of a good name. Okay, that's what you're doing like for the rest of the episode, and I should just keep talking. You can keep talking, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but you liked it. Like, you were not home when I did it. True. And then came home. <laughs> True. And you weren't like, how did you feel? What was your experience of that situation? Um, that's a good question. That, I mean, I was pretty tired when I came home. Big travel day. Um, I think I, my first impression was that it changed sort of the whole mood of the apartment in a good way. I remember thinking, oh, that's like noticeably darker. Yeah. Um, But I think it was kind of cool. It drew, like I was taking off my shoes and I had, I was taking my pack apart a little bit, but not a lot. And I remember my eye just being drawn to kind of that drawn to the darkness as it were <laughs> but you know i'm so used to seeing that kind of blush color and it just kind of bounces the light a yeah. lot so when you're in the hallway by our shoe bench it, the light is kind of bounced and it feels a little bright or it did and now with the dark paint that wasn't happening i remember being like huh but then it's kind of cool it adds it felt like it added a sense of gravitas the space mm. i suppose it's all like very heady and emotional <laughs> around a paint shade but i don't know how else to describe it you know our apartment is only like 540 square feet so having an all black room is bringing a sense of that of gravitas for lack of a better word it's like oh this is like our all black bedroom you know it's a statement yeah. piece in a way which is cool yeah i liked it a lot i still like it a lot yeah, it's a statement color, and I wanted it to be a statement color, and it turned out exactly how I wanted it to, and I was very pleased with it. And I just think it makes everything in the room look exactly like I imagined it looking. That, sorry. That, like, <laughs> like, there's so many different little moments in the room from, like, the grow light on the lime tree or, like, the basket with the pillows in it or the headboard or even, like the side table with platonic lemon over it and every single one of those things just looks like more like I imagined it more like its own essence against the black I think yeah everything looked better and you were talking about painting the frames of the gallery wall and I think once that once that's done it'll look way better it already looks better I think it makes everything pop even the my initial worry I interrupt you almost because I think gravitas would be a funny paint name <laughs> Like, that would be a good one, yeah. Right? Like, paint names are always overly emotional and odd <laughs> and, like, sort of out there. And I think Gravitas nice. is the paint name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I like it. So, with the Gravitas paint, yes. everything, even the darker color stuff, pops out. My initial worry was that that wouldn't happen. Because we have some, dark, like, some darker colored stuff. Um, the black and white art. And also my uh, dresser. It's like that navy blue. Yeah. Um, but even that all looks better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think in part, it's because, I mean, it's like the, like the fashion rule, I suppose. You know, nothing clashes with black. Yeah. The blush wasn't necessarily clashing with the navy, but it wasn't really doing much for it. True. Whereas the black is just like, 
a nice solid background color to let the colors that are happening in the room stand out yeah there are definitely next steps like rug has to go Mm. the reason we had the black rug was to make the black wall not the only black thing in the room but now everything in the room is black and so we don't need black on the floor also so we're selling a rug again (laughs) so if you're in the market for a black rug we're selling one 50 bucks if it's yours (laughs) We've never actually had a confirmed sale from the podcast, so I figure when we do that, we'll have, like, made it, you know? Yeah. People want to buy our used stuff. Pretty exciting. Then we'll have had a review and a sale. That's true. Mm. So, yeah, um, that's got to change. Though, I don't know that I'm necessarily actively looking for a rug. Yeah. Because I don't think, like, that rug was serving a purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't feel like we need another piece of decor in the room now. No. I think the hardwood looks pretty cool. Uh, the, like, woody <laughs> color of it. <laughs> the uh, warm wood color. Yeah, you know, against the gravitas. It's a nice effect. Yeah, it is nice. Um, though this could be an opportunity for us to acquire a vintage rug should one come our way. Mm. Because previously, we would have had to, like, throw away a perfectly good rug in order to get a vintage rug, whereas, like, now that rug has to go for aesthetic purposes. <laughs> sure, far more legitimate. Yeah. So now we're not just being wasteful. <laughs> we're being cool. I mean, we're not being wasteful because we're going to sell it to someone else who is going to love it. It's a good rug. I like it. Yeah. Just not for this room anymore. No, it is a good rug, and it's yours for $50. <laughs> also... We, as you mentioned previously, there are a number of frames on the gallery wall now that are black that are not really popping against the black in the way that they popped against the blush. Sure. And all of the non-black frames really look very cool against the black. So I'm going to be repainting those frames probably this weekend just to give a little bit more contrast up there because I don't really need to bring more black stuff into this room, you know? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I think this project was cool because it ended up being pretty low budget. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't need to spend a ton of money on new frames. I can use what I have. And actually, I think I painted most of those frames black after we got them at Goodwill. So I'm just going to paint them again, you know? Yeah. Um, This project, I think... I spent like $75 on the tester pots, Mm -hmm. which was a little much and a little shocking, but I wanted to get that part right, so I feel like it was a good investment. Right. The paint was only $27, so, you know, like $110 for a project like this that's completely changed the room, you're not really going to get more impact for less money. Right. Like, you could change out a piece of furniture and that would cost more, and it would change the room less than this paint has. So I'm pretty happy with it overall, and I think everyone should paint for Mm. that reason. But, yeah, I don't feel the need to throw a ton of money at this anymore. Probably also because we did get a new grow light shade. (laughs) Um, That was $58. (laughs) I'll link it in the show notes. It was not vintage. It's from Schoolhouse. It's awesome looking though, and I bought it before I painted, but I bought it knowing I was going to paint, and it's white, and it looks fantastic. That's really cool. You got a new pot too. That's true. I got a pot for this plant. I didn't know I was painting when I bought it. I got that off Etsy. That is vintage. 
Yeah, it's um, like a vintage aluminum pail because I needed something in that shape that was the same shape as the plastic thing that it came in that was like <laughs> not really a pot size. Right. So that just so happened that it contrasts nicely with the wall because it's aluminum. The white grow light contrasts with the wall. It's like a good look overall. Like I said, every single thing we own now just looks cooler because it's in this black room. It's true. <laughs> um, really just like up dark cool factor times a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I also got, like, I put this on my personal Instagram, and I got way better feedback on this than I have for anything I've ever posted on Instagram, probably. Save that time I went to the Britney Spears concert, and all of my family wore matching Britney Spears shirts. So this is just coming, like, full fucking circle right now. (laughs) That was my most liked Instagram photo, fun fact. Um, The only other thing... I want to do in here maybe that also would cost money because I can't stop myself is maybe replace the mirror on my dresser. Mm-hmm. I've had that mirror since I moved to the city, actually, right. I think. And it's nice. I like it. But we were looking for a full length mirror for a while and then we moved furniture around and we no longer had space for it. So we stopped looking for it. But I think I could get a mirror that goes on the dresser that would take up the same amount of space but have more mirror surface and I think A, we'd be able to see more of ourselves which could be cool <laughs> but also it would play with light in a cool way that I think would be really interesting in the room now that it's black mm-hmm. add more gravitas <laughs> yes <laughs> to a room already full of gravitas <laughs> which is our paint color name don't forget hashtag down at the core corner <laughs> hashtag so yeah i this is gonna be a long episode because a this is something i'm really excited about but also i just wanted to like put this message out into the universe because i think that this was a really good reminder for me personally that literally like there's no one stopping us from doing things we want to do and i think sometimes i get in my head about like all this advice that i read and like what would someone like doing content for a magazine do and like that's an irrelevant framework (laughs) for my decisions because this is just the place we live and like we're the ones who see it and i was holding off doing this black thing for so long because common knowledge was not to do it in this space and frankly like it doesn't even make this room that much darker it just makes it fucking cool Mm -hmm. and it looks exactly like i thought it would and i'm obsessed with it And, like, I just delayed that satisfaction for myself for no reason. Nah. It's a serious moral. (laughs) Yeah. I want to share it with the people, you know? Thanks for listening to this episode of Apartment 26. For more info on the stuff we talk about on this episode, check out the show notes linked below. And follow us on Instagram at apt26podcast. See you next time.